The New Factory Thinker by Bill Bishop Chapter 8 The New Factory Model Harry was more successful when he used new factory thinking because it freed his mind from the limited self-definition, which stated, we are a hammer company. New factory thinking enabled Harry to create new forms of value previously beyond his imagination. It also gave him a new blueprint for the future of his business. The new factory structure has five elements. Number 1. Decide who you really want to help. Number 2. Add a big idea. Number 3. Provide free value. Number 4. Turn customers into members. Number 5. Give members access to a one-stop store. Let's look at each of these five elements in more detail. We will also discuss why this approach is much better than old factory thinking. Number 1. Decide who you really want to help. Unlike an old factory designed around a product or service, a new factory is designed around its ideal customer. As in the example given earlier, instead of building a business around a product such as hammers, you build your new factory around a type of person or organization such as do-it-yourselfers. The new factory is then defined not by what it makes and sells. It is defined based on who it helps. This customer-first perspective unshackles your mind. You are now free to think of new ways to help your customers. To provide value that goes beyond the standard products offered in your industry. You can do anything. You are free to make and sell anything as long as it is valuable to your customers. This liberation keeps your mind curious, nimble and intellectually engaged. From an operational standpoint, this open-minded attitude means you begin each relationship with a blank slate and work through a discovery process to help your customers articulate their goals and then make a plan to achieve them. Based on what you learn from the marketplace, such as, people want screwdrivers, not hammers, you are willing to restructure your entire business if it will better assist your customers in achieving their goals. On a deep level, building your business around your customers' needs, not your needs, helps you escape from an egocentric worldview. Instead of your business being all about you, your business is now all about others. This attitude and intention is not only more meaningful, it's good for business. Using the new factory model helps you align your good intentions with the dictates of making a living, something that the old factory model often made difficult. Building your business around a type of customer, instead of products and services, also makes sense in a fast-changing marketplace. I've seen many people tie their reputation in the marketplace to a particular product or service only to discover that its popularity was fleeting. Then they had to start all over again by rebranding themselves, usually around another product or service. This is a bad idea in a marketplace that is constantly changing. However, if you pick the right type of customer, you never have to change the key anchor of your business. No matter what happens in the future you will be impervious to inevitable changes in market conditions. Number 2. Add a big idea. A big idea communicates what a new factory is trying to help its customers achieve, and the unique way it helps them achieve it. It's not an idea for a product or service, it's an aspirational concept. Customers don't hold it in their hands, they hold it in their minds. It has two key components, the big goal and the signature solution. The big goal is transcendent. 
It's a desired outcome that transcends the small-minded benefits achieved by old factories. It's an intention rather than a promise. You can't guarantee you'll achieve it, but you have the intention to try. Here are a few examples of big goals. Help your customers. Be 10 times safer. Be 10 times more fulfilled. Be 10 times more connected. Have 20 times more fun. Lower their costs by 50%. Increase their sales by 300%. Make twice the income while working 50% less time. Lose 100 pounds in 6 months. Win a gold medal at the Olympics. Feel greater well-being using less resources. To motivate you and your customers, a big goal needs to be lofty and challenging. The bigger it is the more customers take notice and get inspired about what you're trying to do. You want your potential customers to see that you're trying to help them achieve something big and significant. Another part of the big idea is the signature solution. This is a new, more advanced approach that helps your customer achieve the big goal. It's based on your years of experience working with many customers. Over that time, you've learned what works and what doesn't, and have boiled it down to one key action, tool or strategy. For example, to help someone lose 100 pounds in 6 months, you might have a signature solution called the hopping method. You teach your customers to hop on one leg for an hour a day, and by doing so, they lose the 100 pounds as long as they don't drink 6 beers at the same time. Over the years, you've learned that hopping is a good way to lose weight. This is silly example, but it points to an important principle. Your signature solution is based on your experience, wisdom and talent. It is the unique thing you will bring to the table. Packaging a big idea provides many benefits. 1. It's easy to test in the marketplace. Without investing a lot of capital, you can try the idea on a few existing customers to see if it works. If it doesn't work then you can easily pivot to an alternative idea. In this way, you can quickly ascertain the best big idea. Secondly, it's another great anchor. No matter what happens in the marketplace, your big idea doesn't need to change. For example, it is unlikely people in the future won't want to lose 100 pounds in six months. Thirdly, the big idea refocuses your intellectual and creative energies. Instead of trying to figure out how to sell more products, you now focus how to help your customers achieve the big goal. Having a more transcendent intention, that's all about your customers, not about you, opens the closed fist of your mind. It can also make your business future-proof. Number 3. Provide free value. In order to draw prospects out of their sales pitch bunker, new factory thinkers provide free value during the sales process. It's like giving away a free piece of chocolate in order to sell the whole box. The immediate objective of the free value strategy is to sign up subscribers. You nail down a formal relationship with a prospect by getting them to sign up for some kind of free product or service. This technique is now commonplace. Many companies offer prospects a free version of their service, either for a month or on an ongoing basis. For example, Skype provides subscribers with free telephone service. Google provides dozens of free applications, and Apple provides thousands of free apps. Their objective is to get lots of free subscribers and then convert them into paying members. By becoming a subscriber, 
the person is required to give a certain amount of personal information and agree to receive some form of ongoing communication. This is called permission marketing, a term coined by Seth Godin in his book of the same title. Eventually some of the subscribers move to the next level and become a member. Giving free value during the sales process can take many forms. It can be a subscription to an email newsletter or a free version of your product or service. It can be membership in a community or network. It can be a certain amount of consulting time. Ideally, the free value is a facsimile or segment of the membership program so the subscriber gets a taste of what they will experience if they become a full-fledged paying member. The free value approach gives a new factory a huge advantage over its competitors who use traditional sales techniques. 1. It's much easier to attract a prospect when you give them something for free. You don't have to spend time selling. You just give them a free sample. This approach speeds up the sales process and lowers your cost of sales. Additionally, providing free value gives you more leverage in the company prospect relationship. To get the free value, the prospect must give you something, either their personal information or their attention. You can also dictate who gets the free value and who doesn't. Like a bouncer at a popular nightclub, you decide who gets in and who doesn't. Psychologically, by restricting access to the free value, you increase its perceived value, making it even more desirable. Most importantly, free value helps you bring more potential customers into your world. It creates a crowd around your business and projects an aura of popularity. It also gives you a much larger group of prospects to work with and enables you to demonstrate the value you provide, rather than just talk about it. It also enables you to shed the negative image of a salesperson and be perceived instead as someone who is helpful, popular and in demand. Number 4. Turn your customers into members. An old factory has customers, a new factory has members. Because they are part of a program, these members have membership consciousness. They are conscious of being part of a larger community and feel a special affiliation with the new factory. And because they have received a lot of value from the new factory, both before and after becoming a member, they're open to buying other things, even if the products and services do not fall within the original industry parameters of the relationship. For example, people who originally bought a computer from Apple now purchase music, telephones, watches, and apps. Amazon customers who originally bought books now buy groceries, office supplies and fitness equipment. The most important marketing objective of a new factory is to sign up members. If it has 2,000 members this year, it wants 4,000 members next year. To get and keep these members, it sets up a structured program packaged with a range of membership benefits. It makes it clear what members get that non-members don't get. That's why Amex says membership has its privileges. It either charges a fee for membership or provides it for free, in the hopes of selling products from its one-stop member store. Fostering membership consciousness is important because customers are fickle. They don't feel guilty about shopping around for the best price or jumping ship to a competitor for a better deal. But members stay put because they are embedded in the company's ecosystem. For example, my stepdaughter Robin kept exhorting me to switch from an iPhone to an Android smartphone. It's a better phone, she said. But I told her I couldn't do it even if I wanted to because I was ensconced in the Apple ecosystem. I would have to change my whole life if I switched from Apple to Android, I said. 
The most powerful reason why members become firmly attached to a new factory is because they buy into its big idea. They have a powerful why in their mind about why they have a relationship with the new factory, such as becoming 10 times safer, more fulfilled or more connected. They realize the new factory is the only company that is trying to help them achieve the big goal. To go to another supplier is simply not an option, either practically or emotionally. Number 5. Give members access to a one-stop member store. A new factory is not tied to a particular industry. While its old factory may have started in a traditional industry, the new factory sells products and services from multiple industries. The best example is Apple, it sells its traditional products from the computer industry, but also sells products from the music, telephone, fitness, and movie industries. By expanding into other industries and selling products created by other companies, the new factory expands its potential revenue without increasing its risk profile, capital investments, or fixed overhead. By sourcing outside suppliers, it leverages existing resources in the economy. The suppliers are willing to give the new factory a commission or finder's fee because they don't have to do any marketing. They're willing to pay a premium in order to reach the ever-expanding roster of the new factory's membership. That's why Apple is able to command a 30% fee for selling music, movies, and apps provided by other companies. By selling products and services produced by other companies, the new factory takes advantage of the long-tail strategy as described in Chris Anderson's book The Long Tail. Having a long tail means the new factory has a huge department store of products to sell, but it doesn't need to worry which products sell and which don't. For example, Apple doesn't worry which song is a hit, it makes money no matter what. The same applies to Amazon. They don't care which book becomes a bestseller. They make money regardless. The one-stop store is a win-win for all three parties, the members, the suppliers, and the new factory. The members win because they have a single place to get everything they need. The suppliers win because they gain access to previously hard-to-reach prospects, and the new factory wins because it generates passive income. The overall economy also benefits because the new factory generates demand for previously underutilized resources. Having an open mind One of the biggest problems with old factory thinking is that it closes your mind to potential opportunities. It stops you from imagining new ways to help people. It makes you egocentric and turns your mind into a closed fist. New factory thinking and the new factory model, however, open the closed fist of your mind. The very bones of your company embody a customer-first philosophy. It sets your sights much higher and brings into action your best intentions. It allows you to demonstrate to prospects the value you provide without turning them off with a sales pitch. It also honors the relationship you have with your best customers by designating them as members. And finally, it maximizes your revenue potential by providing your members with a vast compendium of resources in a one-stop store. The new factory is structured to match the new conditions of the 21st century marketplace, characterized by exponential change, convergent competition, and empowered consumers. Designed as a value hub, the new factory connects its network of members to its network of suppliers, and grows organically by continuously expanding the size of both networks. It adapts easily to changes in the marketplace because its core business anchors, its customer type and big idea, are future-proof. Operating within this model, 
the new factory is able to continuously expand its influence, its customer relationships, and its value propositions. That's why companies designed as new factories will proliferate and prosper in the coming years while companies designed as old factories will falter and vanish. Now let's turn to a detailed look at each of these five elements in the next section, building your new factory.